Teddy, Vivi, Amelie, and Charlie. Guess what, you guys? We are finishing the huge George and Martha book today. I'm reading the last two books. The first one is called George and Martha, Back in Town. It's five stories about two dear friends. Story number one, The Box. Martha noticed a little box on George's kitchen table. Do not open, said the sign. I won't, said Martha. I'm not the nosy type. But Martha couldn't take her eyes off the little box. She read the sign again. Do not open, said the sign. Martha couldn't stand it. One little peek won't hurt, she said. And she untied the string. <sighs> Out jumped George's entire collection of Mexican jumping beans. Oh my stars, said Martha. Oh my goodness, you guys, there are beans flying all over the room. It took Martha all afternoon to round up the Mexican jumping beans. One yellow one gave her quite a chase. When George came home, Martha was reading a magazine. You seem out of breath, said George. You don't think I opened the little box, do you? said Martha. Of course not, said George. I'm not the nosy type, said Martha. George didn't say a word. <laughs> the end. Story number two, the high board. Today, said George, I will jump from the high board. Don't do it, cried Martha. Everyone will be watching, said George. You'd never catch me up there, said Martha. That's because you're a scaredy cat, said George. But when George got up on the high board, he lost his nerve. I can't do it, he said, and everyone is watching. His knees began to shake. I'll be right up, said Martha. Martha climbed up the ladder. Now what, said George. I'll go first, said Martha, and she jumped off. She did not want to jump off of the high diving board, but when George got scared, she climbed up and jumped for him. Martha caused quite a splash. Oh my goodness, in the picture, the splash is even taller than the high diving board, and George is sneaking down the ladder. Everyone was impressed with Martha, Martha's big splash, and no one noticed how George got down. I just didn't feel like it today, said George. Martha didn't say a word. Story number three, the trick. George was fond of playing tricks on Martha, but that was not Martha's idea of fun. And when she found her house slippers nailed to the floor, she was not amused. Martha gave George the old silent treatment. Oh no, said George, not that. George decided to bake Martha's favorite cake. This will butter her up, he said. When the cake was done, George put it in a box and he went to look for a pretty ribbon. I have a surprise for you, said George. It's another trick, said Martha. Not this time, said George. Then you open it, said Martha. Very well, said George, I will. Martha bit her nails while George pulled off the ribbon. <gasps> Out jumped one rubber tarantula, one stuffed snake, four plastic spiders, and two real frogs. Arr! cried George. I've been tricked. And by the way, said Martha, the cake was simply delicious. Oh, she got her revenge. Story number four, the job. 
George was so excited about his new job. It's hard work, said Martha. You must be very strict. I'll try, said George. No horsing around is allowed, said Martha. Thanks for the advice, said George. That's what friends are for, said Martha. Okay, and on the picture, it looks like George is going to be a lifeguard and Martha is teaching him how to be a lifeguard. She says, there's no horsing around. You have to be really strict and you gotta keep everybody in line when you're a lifeguard. Very soon, George saw that someone was disobeying the rules. <gasps> it's Martha. No horsing around, he called through his megaphone. It's all right, shouted Martha. It's only me. You heard me, called out George. George meant business and he gave Martha quite a bawling out. Well, said Martha, and I thought we were friends. Oh dear, said George. Martha was right. This is a hard job. The end. The last story, the book. George was all nice and cozy. May I join you, said Martha. I'm reading, said George. I'll be as quiet as a mouse, said Martha. Thank you, said George, and he went back to his book. But soon, Martha was fidgeting. Please, said George, have some consideration. Sorry, said Martha. George went back to his reading. But in no time, Martha was fidgeting again. That does it, said George, and he left. At home, he got all nice and cozy again. He opened his book. It is important to be considerate to our friends, said the book. It certainly is, said George. Sometimes we are thoughtless without even knowing it, said the book. I'll say, said George. Martha should read this book. He went to find her. I'm sorry I was fidgeting, said Martha. I got lonely. Oh, said George. I never considered that. What did you want to tell me, said Martha. Oh, nothing, said George. I just got lonely too. And they sat and told stories into the night. Martha didn't fidget even once. The end. I love that one. I don't think I've read that one yet. That's a sweet one. Okay. This is the last book, or the last series of books. This one is called George and Martha Round and Round. Five stories about the best of friends. Story number one, The Clock. George gave Martha a present for her birthday. It's a cuckoo clock, said George. So I see, said Martha. It's nice and loud, said George. So I hear, said Martha. <laughs> Do you like it? asked George. Oh, yes, indeed, said Martha. But to tell the truth, the cuckoo clock got on Martha's nerves. The next day, George went to Martha's house. Martha was not at home, and the cuckoo clock was not on the wall. Maybe she likes it so much she took it with her, said George. Just then, he heard a faint cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. To George's surprise, the cuckoo clock was at the bottom of Martha's laundry basket. <laughs> when Martha returned, she couldn't look George in the eye. Uh, it must have fallen by mistake, she said. I do hope it isn't broken. Not at all, said George. The paint isn't even chipped. The clock works just dandy, and the cuckoo hasn't lost its splendid voice. Would you like to borrow it? asked Martha. George was delighted. He found just the right spot for it, too. Wasn't that considerate of Martha to lend me her clock, thought George. Cuckoo, said the clock. Oh my gosh, the end. Okay, that story reminds me, I swear, everybody loves you guys so much. And I swear, every time I have had a new baby, 
wonderful people in our lives have brought presents to you guys because they want you guys to feel just as loved as the new baby. Isn't that so sweet and considerate? But I will never understand why people bring noisy presents to a home that has a new baby. It is so sweet. But you guys know what? Somebody just gifted all three of you harmonicas and poor Charlie has learned how to sleep through lots of harmonica noises and I was thinking of that the entire time I was reading the cuckoo story. So funny but so sweet. You guys are just very loved. Story number two, the trip. George invited Martha on an ocean cruise. Is this the boat? said Martha. Use your imagination, said George. I'll try, said Martha. Very soon it was raining cats and dogs. This is unpleasant, said Martha. Use your imagination, said George. Think of it as a thrilling storm at sea. I'll try, said Martha. Lunch is served, said George, and he gave Martha a soggy cracker. Martha was not impressed. Use your imagination, said George. Oh, looky, said Martha, what a pretty shark. A shark, cried George. <laughs> In the picture, he's, he's going, wow. George took a spill. But where's the shark, he said. Really, said Martha, you must learn to use your imagination. <laughs> the end. Story number three, the artist. George was painting in oils. That ocean doesn't look right, said Martha. Add some more blue. And that sand looks all wrong. Add a bit more yellow. Please, said George. Artists don't like interference. But Martha just couldn't help herself. Those palm trees look funny, she said. That does it, said George. See if you can do better. And off he went in a huff. My, my, said Martha. Some artists are so touchy. And she began to make a few little improvements. When George returned, Martha proudly displayed the painting. George was flabbergasted. You've ruined it, he cried. I'm sorry you feel that way, said Martha. I like it. Martha was one of those artists who aren't a bit touchy. The end. Okay, I have to stand up for George in this one. She completely ruined his painting. That's not nice, Martha. Okay, story number four, The Attic. One cold and stormy night, George decided to peek into the attic. Go on up, said Martha. Oh no, said George. There might be a ghost up there, or a skeleton, or a vampire, or maybe even some werewolves. Ooh, goody, said Martha. Let's investigate. But there wasn't much to see in the attic, only a box of old rubber bands. George was disappointed. Would you like to hear a story that will give you goosebumps, asked Martha. You bet, said George. When you hear it, your bones will go cold, said Martha. Ooh, said George. Your blood will curdle, said Martha. Ooh, said George. And you'll feel mummy fingers up and down your spine, said Martha. Stop, cried George. I can't take any more. Tell me some other time. That night, Martha went to bed with the light on. She had a bad case of goosebumps. Oh, she scared herself. All right, the last story, the surprise. One late summer morning, George had a wicked idea. I shouldn't, he said. I really shouldn't. But he just couldn't help himself. Here comes the rain, he cried. 
Ah! Screamed Martha. Oh, he showered her with the hose while she was resting in the hammock. Oh, George. Martha was thoroughly drenched and as mad as a wet hen. That did it, she said. We are no longer on speaking terms. I was only horsing around, said George, but Martha was unmoved. The next morning, Martha read a funny story. I can't wait to tell George, she said. Then she remembered that she and George were no longer on speaking terms. Around noon, Martha heard a joke on the radio. Oh, George will love this one, she said. But she and George weren't speaking. In the afternoon, Martha observed the first autumn leaf fall to the ground. Autumn is George's favorite season, she said. Another leaf came swirling down. That does it, said Martha. Martha went straight to George's house. I forgive you, she said. George was delighted to be back on speaking terms. Good friends, just can't stay cross for long, said George. You can say that again, said Martha. And together they watched Autumn arrive. Oh, they're sitting and watching the leaves fall down. But when summer rolled around again, Martha was ready and waiting. In the picture, George is going for a nice walk, wearing a hat and holding a cane. It looks like he's about to have a lovely day. And Martha is waiting around the corner with a garden hose. Looks like she's ready to get her revenge on him. The end. You guys, George and Martha are such fun books and we have loved, loved, loved reading all of them. And I think we have, yes, we have. We have recorded the complete series of the stories of the two best friends. We just love them so much. And I love you guys so much. I hope you're having a wonderful rest.